coming to you straight from Mad Lab Studios in Frederick, Maryland. This is Social Disturbances with your host, entertainer, extraordinaire, drummer, actor, professional wrestler, and now broadcaster. This is the Wild Eyed Headbanger. What's going on, everybody? It's your pal, back from, what was that? One, two, three, fuck, I don't know. Six months hiatus, six months gone. Six months without social disturbancing. But you know what? It wasn't bad. It was good. There was lots of things that happened since uh, since the last time I got to talk to you guys, so... Uh, and we're going to get into that today, so check it out. I'm not going to bullshit with you guys too much because you guys stuck around and uh, went through the whole deal with me when I was figuring out this show before, and I want to go ahead and start off by telling y'all thank you for everybody's supporting uh, Social Disturbancing, the podcast, my creative outlet, seriously, the, the, the butter of the madness. This is where it all drips onto, man. This is the piece of toast, just soaking it up, man. And you guys are digging on it and it's nice and tasty. So I appreciate y'all sticking along, man. Just keep on telling everybody, keep on spreading the word. And you know what? I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I'm going to be completely honest, man. That, Cause that's what this show is all about. It's just honesty. So I stopped doing this pod for a while now because to be truthfully honest with you, I got kind of bored. Oh my God. You know, it's like boredom is like the worst. It's madness. It's crazy. So, you know, after finding some soul searching and kind of doing some internal who's a what, you know, sometimes I realized when you are in dire need for motivation and inspiration, you got to look to your brothers. You got to look to your family. You got to look to your blood. So, I don't remember who quoted that, but it's wrestling. It's in the promo. It's in the ether, daddy. So, I want to go ahead and bring to you guys, introduce to you the next phase of social disturbance. I mean, I got some of my best friends on board, and you're going to be hearing from them every single fucking week right here on this podcast, right here on Anchor.fm, and it is going to be fun. I'm so excited to introduce these guys to you. First, we're going to go ahead and start you guys will remember this guy because he was a uh, he's a friend of the show. He's our first guest here on Social Disturbancing when we first started last year. He is a he is a re- pro wrestler. He's a military serviceman. He is a poet, a musician. Fuck, what don't you do? He just released a book on Amazon. It's called. I'll let him tell you about it. He sells it better than I do. And a brand new life coach. My boy, the pinnacle of pro wrestling. He is a god, Dewan O'Neill. <laughs> That's a hell of an intro. Hey, man, you, you had me looking for somebody else as you're hyping me up. I'm waiting for the music to hit and the lights to come down. What's going on, everybody? Dewan O'Neill. Um, the name of that book is Dear Dominic, available on Amazon as we speak. Um, and, yeah, man, uh, pro wrestler. Uh, Max said it all, man. You already know. Uh, and here, there's there's nothing better, nothing better than speaking the truth. You're going to get all of the behind-the-scenes shit that you've always wondered about, the absolute truth, so help me God. 
my god it's gonna be so much fun dude because every time you and me get on the horn man it's always something unreal it's it always like a sidewinder man it's just like the hurricane it's like it's like a tasmanian devil the conversation just goes all over the place i'm thinking more like donnie from the wild thornberries man because we've experienced so much wild shit like (laughs) Like up and down the roads, man, and both collectively and individually. So it's gonna be dope, and I can't wait, can't wait till you bring on this next dude, man. Like, uh, I, uh, I, I know him, and I'm becoming more familiar with him. But like, I loved him from the first time we hung out. So go ahead, let's let's introduce our boy. Let's go. Oh uh, yes, we definitely have to get our boy here on the on the pod here at the social disturbancing. This man right here, I will go ahead and say. I am really glad this man came back into our lives because he was missing for a good number of years, and now he is back amongst the brothers. He is a he is a former military serviceman, professional wrestler, gecko breeder, the psychopath. Man, it's just so gnarly. I can't wait just to get this guy on here, man. He's a uh, dude. So me and this guy, Tracy Smothers, God rest his soul, call him. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. This is the psychopath, River Rhinuzi. <laughs> Holy hell, man. How long did it take you to come up with that? That was awesome. Oh, uh, dude, man. ADD is just on fire tonight, guys. You guys have got me hyped. No, man, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm happy to be here. We've been talking about this for a while now. Um, you know, and, and we started some other things going on, but, uh, yeah, I, I reconnected with everybody. I was gone for a few years, um, kind of just doing my thing, I guess, you know. And in between there, I uh, started breeding crested geckos with my wife and my family, which is a little out there, man. But they're they're great, they're great pets and everything. And um, now, also, uh, me and my friends up here in Pittsburgh uh, formed a band, and. Uh, we're working on an EP right now. It should be out hopefully in the next few months. But uh, really excited, man. Looking forward to this venture with you, this project. It's uh, not something I ever thought I would do until the pandemic hit. And I started streaming and all these ideas started coming, you know. And, oh, man, the, the, the show brought us back together. We've been talking, you know, talking on this for a while now. And it's finally coming together, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to have the both you guys on. Because, I mean, as you were just saying, it's it's been so hard, especially during this pandemic, because nobody can really socialize. But, you know, luckily we got technology and just these ways of, like, being able to communicate with each other and finally, like, reconnect. So, and that's what social disservicing was born from, was just the need to socialize and do the things that were taken from us because of this stupid virus and this pandemic, man. So it's like, I'm fucking glad to have you. Jugs, I'm fucking glad to have you here too, man, because we seriously have a lot of fun every time we talk. And we, we did that this Friday on Twitch when I uh, had a Friday night oh, beers yeah. with the boys, man. Tell us about how, th- tell us how much fun that was. Dude, uh, so uh, first off, I, I I got wasted, man. I don't know how many, I had three, <laughs> four, 500 drinks with you fuckers, man. And uh, so... I, I woke up catching like a rash of shit from my wife, right? Because oh I had no, fallen... you get a rash of shit from her for drinking? No, say it ain't so. No, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't the drinking. It was what happened after. So, so after you know, we we wrapped up the the live stream. I 
actually took out milk to like prepare Dominic's bottles. Um, and I left them on the kitchen floor. I left all of the lights on downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> fell, fell asleep on the couch. Uh, like holding, oh. holding my phone. Like, I don't know. Like, I think you guys were even texting like afterward. And I, <laughs> I, uh, I didn't see any of it until the next morning. And I wake up and she's like, Dewan, what did you do with the milk? And I'm like, fuck. Oh no. And I, it, it, you know, I kind of had to like reassess. Right. And like, Tom Cruise minority report myself like back to like what happened and all it all led to one thing near dear <laughs> like that's all it was dude like I was I was I literally almost died and you got you guys are blamed for it dude you know what the great thing about that is I woke up at 6 30 in the morning ready to rock and roll <laughs> dude me too because I, I, I went because when I, when I had, I had a blast I, I was up for two hours afterwards <laughs> I went through an entire 18 pack talking to you guys like seriously just consistently going the whole time by the time the conversation was over I looked down at the box I was like fuck where'd they all go <laughs> dude, that was serious that was such a fun time though like I had a lot of time a lot of fun and I started streaming prior to that and I hit affiliate for, for those that don't know. And like, kind of like what Max said, I'm bored. I don't want to stream video games. I just, if I play video games, I play video games because I want to play them. You know, and then when you brought up this idea, it was like, well, shit. That's a, that's a way we can kind of have a live interaction, you know, and, and it's kind of not built up with followers, so to speak, but the, but the account, you know, allows us to do a lot. But th- that was a... Dude, that was a, that was a fucking blast though. Just, I mean, you guys were you guys were drinking beers though, like, and I and I I was like drinking like hard liquor, like you know what I'm saying. So uh, like, well, we can sit here and say whose balls are bigger or who's smarter, <laughs> dude. Because oh my god, too I, many nights Jack Daniels on the microphone. Not yeah, bad. man, I know better than that. I know you better know, than that. You know what? Kings to you both because, because <laughs> uh, yeah, next time, next time I'll definitely be on like White Claw or some kind of hard mm. seltzer. Or something. Hey, that's all right. Everything was good, man. You didn't embarrass yourself. Don't worry about it. No. Except for that unicorn pick, I do have, and oh it's turning into our. It is coming in. It, it's turning into our sub emote on Twitch. So if you're watching this and you have a Twitch account and you would like to check us out, stop by Twitch TV. Twitch. Uh, dot tv slash social disturbancing underscore at the end because uh we're going to be releasing some sub emotes here soon and one of them is very special oh my goodness dude i got <laughs> i still i still have to i can't believe you told that story on the stream dude because no, i couldn't either just, just because i didn't realize the severity of the repercussion of that rib how far it actually went because like, i mean you and me we fought before many times we fought over some really stupid shit but the fact that a rib backfired or i wouldn't say it backfired really it didn't do anything to me. i think it, it went it dirt, like like as best as it could <laughs> yeah so it's like i was like oh fuck just to hear that was funny <laughs> I, I, well, so I like. I mean, the, I think the original story or the original point of the story was about the time I almost drove to Maryland to fight you. Mm. Oh, yeah, and, it was. It was. I, I mean, and, and let's be serious. I'm one of those guys where, like, you know, like when when the the lights are on and I'm through the curtain, right? It's all it's all intensity. It's all good old fashioned American arrogance, right? But at the end of the day, like I shave my body, I oil myself up with spandex to roll around with another dude for money. 
Um, so <laughs> at, 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 at that point, like you can't really, you can't really take yourself that seriously. Like when, when the, the basic Netflix, let, uh, excuse me, have another drink. When the Netflix synopsis of your, uh, of your job is that. So yeah, I mean, the stories are out there, man. And I even think I sweetened the pot. Remember I now said something about a swag pack to to like somebody who did something i gotta go back and look at the screen mm. but like I, I promised somebody something well i have fun finding it in three and a half hours because <laughs> i remember when we first started that we we're like all right we'll do an hour hour and a half holy shit man we got rolling it was chat was going you know like it, it was dude, it was fun though but we talked we talked a lot about basically where we came from mm. you know and where we started and you know things that went on in a way and it was cool to reminisce you know about things like that yeah and since um since you guys are new to the social disturbancing audience and becoming permanent fixtures here on the show why don't you go ahead and let the audience know a little bit about yourselves because i know this is a great this is the best avenue to put yourself over man so hey ryan why don't you tell everybody about yourself man what do you got going on all right man well i don't even know but <laughs> hit him with the existential question. Who are you? <laughs> Always draws a blank. People are just like, boom. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, I, I, I've never been exactly great on a mic anyway. So, you know, it's expected, but, um, no, um, started wrestling in, uh, 2009. I was training in Virginia beach at a place called SPW. Um, I, Wrestled North, uh, for the most part, Virginia, North Carolina, some West Virginia, some, um, up until about 2018. And then I took a two and a half year layoff. And in that time, like I was saying earlier, um, me and my wife run a small business, pet business, uh, geckos, reptiles. Um, you can find us on Instagram at river exotics. Uh, and then, um, I also, my friends and I all came together and started a band. I don't want to say I just started a band because it was all of us. Like it was all like a mutual idea. You know, we all been talking to each other and that's kind of a cool little thing too, because I have no musical background, none, like, like zero. There's nothing like can't sing for shit. Can't like I'm better than I was, but so <clears throat> I always wanted to try and do like screaming vocals and shit, you know, but so uh my buddy ian we've been friends since high school and shit and he, he plays guitar well then he is a buddy tom that i that i know he plays guitar and then one of his other buddies it's like all you musicians know everyone for every instrument like it's like oh yeah man you, you well i i got so and so here that can play guitar i got so and so here that can drum this guy's a good guitarist. What do you want to do, man? Like, like it just, he just brought everyone together. Dude, seriously. It's like having a Rolodex just like, at your Oh my God. Tips, just, I know. <laughs> it, just the and more it's you, nuts. The more you've been in a bit, like the more you've been around and you played music and then you just like kind of intertwine network. It's just like wrestling where you just was like, I guess oh, I was going to say, I, yeah, <laughs> I got this guy over here. This guy over here. Oh, you need a fucking keyboard player. Call this guy. Blah, 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 blah. All over the fucking place, man. And that's kind of what happened. So, like, we all kind of, it's cool because all of us are connected to my buddy Ian from some way, you know, being friends with him. Mm -hmm. um, our bassist, uh, Freeway, he was his, his um, fraternity brother. Freeway. And then, 
That sounds like yeah, a, that's what that we call like him. A free name, dude. Like he sounds like he. Oh, I'll tell you what, dude. He's a cool <laughs> son of a bitch, man. He's fun. We gotta have him on here sometime, or on the Twitch or something. I wanna have those guys on too. Talk about the band, but uh, and then our drummer uh, Carl, he he was friends with Ian. Tom knows him, so everyone kind of Ian knew everyone and kind of brought us all together. And we started, and it was kind of like all of a sudden, just during COVID. And, you know, we can't play live shows and that, but we started recording and that and we're coming up with some other shit, but, uh, you know, stuff to put out already. But, um, yeah, man, that's kind of like what I do in a nutshell. And then I do this now, you know, but. Fuck yeah, dude. And we're glad you're here doing it with us. Cause this is like, this is the beginning of something that's going to be like great. Cause not only is it just going to be good for everybody to listen to, well, I mean, good is relative, but the fact that. We're all friends, and we get to actually do this together all the fucking time and hang out. That's the part I'm, like, super stoked about. I get to hang out with both of you fuckers. <laughs> See, that's... Just yeah, man. Shit and talk shit and shoot, 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 shoot. All of it. Oh, man. My so, goodness. So, DJ, it's been a while since you've been on here, man. So, why don't you go ahead and let everybody know what you're going on. Like, what's going on with you? Because you disappeared for a while, too, man. You're just, like, kind of reemerging yourself as well. Plus, you got some new uh, hats on the coat rack. So, I mean, tell us about it. Oh, uh, dude. Uh, so, I I disappeared to uh, Africa. I was deployed to Africa with a SEAL Team 2. Did some of God's work over there. And uh, I came back. And um, but on my way out, I kind of... Uh, no, no shit. Like I was kind of like burnt out on wrestling. Like it was uh, a lot of fucking drama and politics and ego, and it seemed like that that uh, in my opinion, I was better than. And they were out like uh, just so to speak, doing the drives, making the connections, networking, and it, it was like a frustrating experience. Not frustrating to the point that made me want to quit. But frustrating enough to make me want to shit on my own business uh, prior to me leaving. So I was like, right. you know what? Let me, let me. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, as a as a wrestler, you know, man. Like, we're we're pretty much like independent contractors, man. Um, and your your brand is, is your business. And um, luckily, uh, I have like a few hundred loyal fans. They're like, hey, man, what are you doing? like keeping me right. And when I got back um, from Africa, like the last few days um, for those that deploy in like spec ops, like type deal, you, you deal with like a lot of psychological uh, training and re-emergence into so- conventional society. And it forces you to, to like look inward, man. And I was like, I mean, just like I said on the street, man, I was, I realized at that point that hey, man, I was fucking up. And then part of that also was I wasn't uh, utilizing like, my God given ability to like be the best version of myself. Um, so when that happened, I came back to a newborn. Um, so I had to handle that with like delicate gloves, but like he, he was two weeks old. I missed his birth. Um, but he he was two weeks old and like, you know, he cried and he smiled and stuff like that, man. And I was instantly in love. But at the time there was, a like the whole BLM riots were going on racial tension was at an all time high in a country that I had just left to go defend. So um, I, I literally felt like for some point in time that the next traffic stop I have could be my last one. 
And if that's going to be the case, then I need to leave something um, so that my son will know that I'm here or know that I was here and that I love him. So I wrote a book, um, Dear Dominic. I, I keep I keep hyping that up. Uh, go get you a copy. It's worth the read. Um, and after that, I started focusing on like some of the other stuff, like the musical stuff. Um, I'm in the middle of recording a spoken word album um, entitled Before They Kill Me. Why? Because there's shit on there that pisses off every group of people you can imagine from the Karens to the stands to the politicians to the preachers there's something on there that that'll piss off everybody but everybody needs to hear it at the same time so I started recording that um as of last Friday I became a certified life coach um which those that follow me on Instagram at Dewan O'Neill one can see every day I'm posting something like motivational telling you to get up, get your ass up, get moving, go do something productive. Um, and yeah, man, new, newest member to the social disturbancing team. Ready? Dude, that's fantastic Pizza. stuff, dude. Like seriously, like, like, <laughs> like, cause there's not enough people in the world that can really, everybody's focusing on negative. So it's like, you need people to influence, you need good influences out there in the world. And I know you, dude. You you are one. Well, of those, dude, you're one of those motherfuckers. I wake up to like every morning at four o'clock, and you're like, sweat check. You gotta live your life. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. And it's all positive. And I see the reception you get, man. So it's totally <laughs> working. Because I, I know you get me jazzed like every every morning, man. Seriously, it uh, it's it's the energy that keeps on going. I mean, it's one of those things, man. We're like, yeah, you're you're absolutely right, and that's why, like, I felt like. Um, like a life coach avenue was like a, like a way to go, man, because it's like, I'm not a therapist, right? And that's one of the, like, the, the key, like, teaching moments, right? But I don't, I don't do anything like a, a life, co- the goal of a life coach is to, to get you to realize shit that's already inside of you. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not the guy to talk to, to, to heal your past wounds or, or anything like that. But like, when when you want to look at the future and you want to go forward right there's mental blocks that everyone encounters like even us as like creative types um we encounter that kind of stuff man and uh like a conversation with me a few sessions with me will help you unlock what's blocking you mentally and creatively and stopping you from getting where you want to get so like i felt like it was it married itself perf- uh, perfectly to like being like a public figure in terms of like pro wrestling. Here's some influence. Here's an example of my life being a success. Now here's how you get here. Hell yeah. See, I think that's a good avenue for you, man. I really do. And I think a lot of people are going to benefit from that too, because there's, like I said, there's, there's not, enough, and there's not enough people that are like actually, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's the right word or not, but some people just don't aren't brave enough to be able to like try to do better for themselves. Sometimes you just gotta look at you just gotta look at somebody else that kind of has it put together, man. It's like, yeah, I'm, I can totally show you show you the way. Oh, no, brave enough is definitely the word, man. Uh, fear, fear is the the biggest fucking constrictor and, and stopper of dreams mm-hmm. that there is, man. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it. I feel like I feel like a lot of people are afraid to to be uncomfortable. But there, there's no growth without discomfort. Even seeds get pushed further down into the ground and experience the pressure before they grow. So there, there's my philosophical moment of the of the night. Write that down, folks. That's some free tips right there. It's like how to improve your life. 
But, dude, straight up, I'm not even going to lie to you, man. It's like when it came down to doing social disturbancing, actually running this pod because I was doing it by myself for so long, it, uh, I eventually got to a point where I was getting kind of scared. Yeah, I was kind of scared because I didn't know what really I was going to do with it. And, and just when you got your own fate in your own hands, I mean, it's all relative to whatever your situation is. It's like, I don't know. So now that I got you guys on board and the fact that we're like all putting in creative ideas to this one giant pot, man, I feel like we're making like a, a beef stew that's like making me feel good and hungry again. You know what I mean? Like having, inf- having influential people around you that are just like super motivated and hungry really help drive you to want to do the things you actually want to do. Even when like internally your mind and your body's t- like, telling you no but the spirit is just too overwhelming not to do it but dude you remember taking your first bump or uh i do remember my first bump being like the first day of like like wrestling training right like wrestling wrestling teaches you to do everything that's naturally against what nature teaches you Mm. right like hey throw yourself on the ground what (laughs) hey relax let this fall happen what (laughs) <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, and, but but in order to be successful at it, it or in order to uh, to 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 convince a crowd, mm-hmm. like it, it goes against everything that that's naturally instilled in you. So if being a success, like with your body, is the truth, then why why isn't your mind the same way? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not natural for us to do what we do, man. We drive three, four hours, five hours for fifteen minutes for the work mm-hmm. and drive back five hours man and and you can be injured man god forbid you get in there with somebody that's not you know uh the safest or you know know what i mean you take a bad bump or something like that it could all be over Hmm. but the minute that we get out of the ring and we get undressed we can't wait to do it the next time so i mean that's that's kind of a microcosm or an example for life in my opinion it's like somebody made a very good point to me like last year i think i was uh talking to them about wrestling and what i do and they were kind of made the comment about how admiring it is and actually this was like one of my moments of weakness i had a conversation with the guy where i was like i don't know if i could do this and he looks at me and goes dude do you realize did you create things out of nothing which blew my mind for a second i like stop and thought about it for something like, wait a minute you're right so then that kind of inspired me to go forward and do the thing i was scared to do because it was like what's the worst that's going to happen i do way crazier shit seriously we're like just creative types art just art even performance art like even what we're doing right now it's it's uh fuck i'm trying not to lose my thought it's uh it's the product of making something out of nothing so it's like why can't i do anything if i can do this does that make sense perfectly summed up man um yeah you yeah why can't you do it like that's that's the question man there's a there's an old like saying man the the man who says they can't and the man who says they can are both correct (laughs) ryan i know you got some input on this man yeah um (laughs) so i'm trying to think how to put this let it flow brother like, like, I think, like, 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 on the part, like, when you first said what that guy said to you, 
like I think about that as being an issue with a lot of people too, because a lot of people create these these uh, imaginary problems on why they can't do things to follow their dreams. And that's I don't know if I took it the wrong way what he told you, but that was my initial thought because it can go both ways. You know, you're able to do anything because we create stuff. So as entertainers and stuff, we create things out of nothing. We just come up with this idea. So on that aspect, we can come up with these ideas like social disturbancing and out of nothing. Mm. Like the the sky's the limit. Mm. On the other hand, people have, people will create, because we were, before we were talking about people having, you know, fear, right? Fear. A lot of people create fear out of nothing. There's no basis to their fear because they have a problem being in front of people or, or they think people won't like them or they, they think some, no one, you know, like I see it, for instance, in streamers, you know, a lot of people get discouraged because only one person watches them or they're worried about not getting, you know, in our aspect, getting over, but people create these bigger issues that hold themselves down comes to following their dreams. Mm. You know, so sorry, there was like two parts in there. I didn't talk about, and I wanted to talk about both of them. I don't know if that made sense. I'm roll. I'm rolling with it, but that's <laughs> it made sense to me. And it's, it's, it's one of those open-ended deals where it can go a whole bunch of different ways, man. It's just yeah. Like- it, it can be a really positive aspect in that point of like, Holy shit, we just created this. Like, where's the limit? There's not. There's not, as long as you're putting in effort and you're, you know, doing things to try and further what you're doing, like, like the sky's the limit with everything. Mm. But if you're negative, which goes back to the positive breeds, positive, like, you know, thing, when you're around better people, you act better. You know, you're, you're a, uh, kind of your environment, you know, helps whether it brings you up or down. And then on the other aspect, you know, some people it's always, it's always a rainy day or some shit, right. you know? It's like, um, something I've that was a bunch of shit all in like two minutes. So sorry if that was all over the place, but that's how my brain works. Dude. That's what, that's, that's what, that's social disturbancing, man. We live mad around here. So however, dude, your thought process is what we want to know. That's what we want to hear. That's what we want from Ryan. News. It can be, it can be a little crazy and, <laughs> and that's where the fun is, man. I like to be able to decipher how it comes out. Like, like I know I talk all crazy and shit because I can't get my fucking thoughts in a straight line. So it's like almost like a flow chart. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, no. Go here. Yes. Maybe. Okay. This way. No, maybe then here's an option. That's, that's where my, fu- that's how my fucking brain operates. Like, yes, no. All right. If it's no, then I go here. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! But yeah, that's that's kind of my take on the past few minutes. So that's you know, it can be a positive and a negative. But you are who you surround your people with, which goes back even farther to what we why we all came together. You know, you guys. I told you guys. You know, we're in a. I'm sure everyone. You know, group chats, all this stuff. You know, we talk daily. And uh, I told them the other day, man. They just they help me just my creative brain just starts flowing when I'm around these guys. Mm. And it's awesome to be around people like that because the possibilities are endless. We're, we're talking about doing all kinds of crazy shit above this just because it's contagious, you know, and it's, it's just, it's, 
it's fucking awesome. It has me so excited over it, you know. And I'm not exactly the type of person you'll see prancing around very excited, but dude, if I see picture you prancing in your head. around, I've got you put that <laughs> shit on TikTok, dude. Oh fuck. <laughs> you'll never see it. You'll never see it. <laughs> the rib is coming. I'm, oh, man, I'm, yeah. I'm, gonna have, I'm gonna have to bring like the referee shirt like here. I, I feel like uh this is gonna be like one of those choose your own adventure books. It's like social disturbance in chapter one. You know, for this result, turn to page twenty seven. For this one, turn to page thirty two. <laughs> you know I'm saying, oh man, that'd be an insane. I'm, book, I'm like dude. the, I'm like the crypt creeper keeper here. You know what I'm saying? I'm the one hosting the stories and shit. You know what I'm saying? Man, that could be something too. We could even like put our heads together, create our own Bandersnatch video. It's like, all right, well, let's go ahead and choose what happens in this situation. Oh, that spiders off into two different things. Oh, all the decisions in this video will lead to a different ending. Trust me, there's like four or five of them. Don't miss out. Do it all. <laughs> Have you guys it, seen that? Could that? Be something. You ever see that Black Mirror Bandersnatch? You ever seen that? No. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. Oh, dude. So, Ryan, this you've seen Black Mirror. You know what that is, right? On Netflix, it's the uh, it's the show. I, I, I've never watched it, but I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so Black Mirror, it's a show on Netflix. It was originally English show about weird things that go on, and a lot of it. Is oh, I love English shows. Very like I watch psycho- all of them. It's lots of psychological stuff where it makes you like have to look like deep into symbology, all this other stuff and whatnot. Well, they did this one. And it was real popular for a little bit. It was called Bandersnatch. And it was exactly like what Dwan's talking about over here, where you got the adventure book, where you got to pick your ending. So <clears throat> as you're going through, the guy's writing one of these books. And because of that, he's going through a series of events. And the video is interactive on there, where you do it with the controller. And you can pick which direction you want your story to go. Like the whole, oh, way, okay. the whole way of the fucking movie. And there's like four or five different endings. It's fucking wild. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. No, I mean, but but even that man, it, it's, a, it's a microcosm for life, man. Like, uh, I told somebody the other day, they're like, "Your your life, right, is always one decision away from being completely different." And like, uh, it, it's it's kind of dope, like how it works out, because like every every bad thing that happens to everybody can be traced back to some decision they made at some point, right? And um, well, the statement was like, I was I was in the gym or something. Yeah, I was probably in the gym. And like he comes, oh man, I'm you, big dog. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, and the guy, he walked up, oh man, I'm trying to be big like you, you know. And I, and I looked at him, I was like, nah, dude, don't do that because you're a slave to it. Like once you put on like a like a mask, like a certain like amount of size, you're a slave to it. You either keep continue, lose it, or it become like unhealthy. And uh, he was like, oh, you know, I. I I, uh, I can't do it, man. My diet, my consistency. And I look at him, man, and I tell the guy, and I'm like, hey, look, man, nothing happens to you without you allowing it to. And then he goes into, like, some sob story um, about some shit that he's going through in his life. And, like, at, like mid-workout, which I normally never do, like, I just stop to talk to him. I was like, dude, like, at, at some point, you have to trace this shit back to a decision that you made, like, back at, at some point in your life that led you to here. Like the re- only reason I'm in the military, for example, is because like I smoked weed and lost my my football scholarship to college. I eventually finished, but you know it it led me to here. So now here we are talking about something that happened 13 years ago, affecting my day to day life now. And um, 
the the Vandersnatch like episode of that like is 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 perfect on like how that exactly happens. And and Black Mirror is pretty dope because they they show you, um, they they take real life, uh, and, and put it into like something that to entertain people, which like mm-hmm. it make it makes it dope because it's like, no nah, dude, like catch the deeper meaning behind this. Like there are layers to like all of those shows. Oh, that show is totally like an onion, man. Then it just—it's a total mind fuck how they get to it too. Because then all like once you realize the message, and all of a sudden it's like, poof, big old puff of smoke. Holy fuck! <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey, you remember that? You remember that episode they did about like uh like the social media likes, and that that was like the currency. I think so. So like uh, basically like long story short, and this is not an advertisement for them by the way, because they haven't cut me a check or cast me in a role. <laughs> But they, we'll, we'll take they, it. So if you want to, Black Mirror, turn it out there. They uh, yeah. If you're so, looking for so like, three wrestler types that you want to put in your movie, you can contact us at sdmaxpod at madmaxmorris.com. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Don't be shy. Drop, drop, drop the links. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> we're tagging them in this. <laughs> in this particular episode, man, um, like likes and like hearts were currency. Right. And like this one lady like snubbed this one guy from like a date and he he gave her like a negative rating and it dropped her currency. So like she couldn't afford the house that she lived in anymore. Oh, no. um, she got fired because nobody liked her because she was oh, at that point. And then but like, again, that shows like life and like how people like affront for like social media. Right. And for the likes and you get they get to control their narrative. However, <clears throat> Excuse me. There, a lot of times, there are real world consequences to like the shit that we put up on social media, and um, yeah, man, it was like it, it's super dope, Ryan. Like, if, if you get an opportunity, like definitely like dig into it. Again, not a promo, not a promo. <laughs> Cut the check. Hey, in, in fact, censor censor the name of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, man. We're just putting it over. We ain't promoting it. <laughs> the, the show that shall not be named. Say what, man? It's a lot of fun. It's cool talking yeah, about stuff. I mean, yeah, man. It's, it's, uh, but I mean, I mean, but that, again, that ties that ties back into wrestling, though, right? Like how uh, it's like everything ties back into wrestling somehow. But of course, but like, take that social. Wrestling's media, like, a story. Everybody's everything in life's a fucking story, in one way or another, or you can make it one. No, agreed. Like, I mean, but like, so there's a story of a, of like a, a local vet, right? That went to like one of these major companies and like didn't get a push because the other person had more Twitter followers than them. Hmm. And, huh. and yeah, this is real life. And I mean, it's not my story to tell, so I won't name the wrestler, hmm. but, um, but it, it, I mean, it goes, man. Like, and that's that's one of those things about like social disturbances too, where like, uh, this shit like is gonna grow so big where we influence like so many different platforms that, um, the content is gonna constantly like be there. And I think that, that that's a benefit for like fans. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, the days that we choose to record on are days coming off of like either emotional highs or emotional lows. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For for like all of us. And I think that's that's going to be uh, bring a level of authenticity to like the show. I agree with you because that was like the whole no, 
That's like the uh, whole tagline I think I got over here. It's like raw. What was it raw something? Real conversation. Diving into the lives of intriguing characters. Yeah, not just wrestling. We deal with all kinds of different shit. We're like, you know, there's layers to us too. You know, and all kinds, all kinds of different stuff. All kinds. Of I'm looking forward to just doing it. Yeah, I mean, there's so much shit that we do. That you know, there's probably you know, and might be helping someone out. You know, giving them ideas or giving them advice on how to get into something that we're already into. You know, because when we all broke into our own shit. Dude, we're trying to research and find out, you know, how do I get into this? How, what, what, what can I do with this? What can I do with that? You know, stuff like that, too. Mm. See, that was like, but it's not sugar-coated. It's not sugar-coated. If it sucks, we're going to tell you it sucks. But. That's something I thought about when I, when this podcast first started, was just having an avenue to, like, reach out to people, man. Because I know you guys just as much as I do. You, you probably get, like, young cats come talk to you all the time. And they just see that you're doing stuff. And, of course, they look at you and they're like, well, how do I do this? How do I do that? How do I do that? But then they're also like, I'm kind of feeling some kind of way. I'm feeling this way. I'm kind of feeling that way. I don't know what to do about it. But it gives you, like, an avenue because you, you know, just sharing experiences and whatnot. So I yep. feel like this is like a great platform to be able to like share experiences that could help somebody, no matter like, I'm sure like anybody could be listening to this and something somebody says, they're going to take it with them like tomorrow and it's going to affect them probably in a good way. So hopefully I'm hoping so. Cause that was like the, what you were talking about earlier too, Duan was like how influence can motivate and cause people to do positive things. It's just like having a positive mental attitude and just trying to apply it to things really helps move things forward too. And it's infectious, like Ryan was saying. So it's like, if you keep, you know, try to keep, keep a cool head and keep, try to stay positive, man. And like everything else is kind of feels internally. It's like feels gravy, you know, or at least that's, that's what I try to do anyway. It's like a mindset. It's like, uh, this will be fine. So don't worry about it. Could be worse. Not worried about it. It could always be worse. Always be worse. I mean, it takes a certain level of like mental strength to like, uh, I don't, I don't think you understand the gravity or the maturity behind that statement. You know what I'm saying? To, to, to say something can always be worse is to not necessarily shrug off what you're going through, mm. but to know subconsciously that you're equipped to handle whatever situation is that you're going through. That's, that's like a heavy statement. And like, we say it so lightly, man, it's, it's just like, it, it, it baffles my mind. And you know what I'm saying? It's like, Hey, this could always be worse. Meaning that like, not necessarily that you've been through worse, but you could handle some more like that. That's a heavy statement that we kind of just like throw around, you know, and is, is for somebody else. It, it's not, uh, it's not the end. I mean, we, we, we tell stories and I see like shit on like social media all the time. Mm -hmm. Oh, my wife isn't this. And my wife isn't this. I'm heartbroken because of this. And I don't know how I'm supposed to go on. And dude, your heart, your heart's not broken. It's, it's feeling right. And like the, to, to say, to, to arrive at the conclusion that, Hey, this, this could be worse. It, it says two things. One, I'm strong enough to handle this. And two, um, two, Fuck! I lost my train of thought. Oh, and and two, um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make it through this. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm a I'm strong enough to handle it, and and two, it, it I'm it, this is gonna be okay. Like I'm gonna be okay. 
I know it, and and that's what you say, like subconsciously, like it, it's it's amazing, like the the simple statements like that. Sorry, rant over. No, you're good because I'm gonna jump off that uh, or onto that, and you know, <clears throat> my dad has told me that throughout my whole life, always, and that's where I got that from, and that's where I got that type of mindset because I remember I can't remember exactly what happened, but he asked me, he goes everybody healthy? I was like, yeah. He goes, you got a job, right? Like, yeah. He goes, it could be a lot worse. And he always tells me, hey, if the people around you are healthy, you know what I mean? You know, I got kids. I have a wife. You know, hey, your family's healthy, man. So, you, could, you know, especially during the pandemic, people lost their jobs and stuff and people are struggling, you know, and it sucks. You know, every, I mean, I've struggled before like that, you know. You know, it's, hey, if you got your family with you, you know, everyone's healthy, stuff like that, it, it, it could always be worse. You can, you know, you, you can always overcome and pick yourself back up, but you got to want to do it. You know, you got to, it kind of comes down with the tough love thing too. Hey, you kind of got to, you know, kind of got to just pick yourself up and just, you know, do it. But that's, that's where that mindset has come from is because then, you know, that always puts into your thought, it could be worse, you know? So, so it's, 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 you know, there's a lot of things people can overcome and people can handle the reason, but they got to have the mental mindset to be able to do so. And it's nothing to do with physical or strong or weak or anything like that. It's, it's, it's all up in your head. You know, in, 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 I mean, yeah, that's. No, nah, you're, you're 100% correct, dude. Like, and that's why I like my hat goes off to my wife, right? This, this lady is like, I mean, I usually call Max and, and, and I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum where I'm like, you won't believe what this fucking lady like just did to me, right? Or what she just said to me, right? But, um, I, I will say that like, she is like, uh, the champ of like a pandemic dude like uh again when this when this whole thing started i was in africa and so she had two kids was pregnant with another and she managed to keep everyone safe everyone healthy give birth and like our baby has not been sick and like sometimes it's it's annoying right and i'm like hey it's like bad shit creepy but like she she has been like 100% amazing and like talked me off the ledge a couple times um during this pandemic um so i mean that's and that's the 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 bright side right and i look at her sometimes and i'm just like you're an amazing fucking lady and you know you buy like the flowers or what have you as like tokens or gifts of appreciation um but i i don't think that she'll ever like understand um how much i appreciate like the way that she like handled it like when i a when i wasn't there and b how like tight of a ship she runs and like what that's one of the things that she says she looks at it i'm like hey we're like what do you do man like a whole human came out of you like you almost died giving birth and shit and uh she she just says hey man i gotta get it done i gotta get it done she's one of the most mentally tough people i've ever fucking met in my life and i always love her for that like don't tell her i said that but yeah uh, <laughs> Hurry up and cut this out! Uh, nah, man, we're cl- we're clipping this shit and sharing it everywhere. 
Oh, dude, I'm going to send it to her right after we get off the phone. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, though? You're absolutely right, though, because I know a lot of times our partners don't get the credit they deserve for trying to, for being able to put up with us and their own stuff at the same time, depending on whatever, you know, despite whatever's going on. Well, dude, we're assholes, man. Um, as, crea- as creative <laughs> yeah, types. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, I do know you guys, but like for like for me, man, uh, my creative brain, like sometimes it, it forces me to want to be alone. Um, it forces me to to need um, more attention than I may or may not be getting at the time. Um, I, I, like hats off to any partner dealing with a creative minded partner um, or an artistic partner, I should say, because um we operate on a different wavelength like than the rest of the world like our our job is to take what may be tragic what may be bad what's happy and sad and like capture that and and project it to other people and it's not it's not uh easy on the people that love us or the people that we choose to love so like uh it's crazy how that works where like like wrestling for instance is a look at me type business um, not necessarily behind the scenes, but you know what I mean? Like in front of the camera, you're, Hey, look at me, like attention on me. But without the support of like loved ones, like we, we, we wouldn't be shit, man. And, and that, that's, that's something that a lot of people don't even like realize that, that wrestlers like think. It's fact. <laughs> Major facts, big shoots. Oh, shoots. Ah, oh, it's been so long. <laughs> wait, wait. What is that? <laughs> it's been so sheets? long. Sheets. Oh, sheets? Uh, big sheets. You said sheets? I said sheets. Oh, man. I had sheets for lunch, dude. Oh, go fuck yourself. Oh, uh, go fuck yourself. Oh, man. Come, come, come dude, there's, Maryland. there's a sheets less than a mile from my house. There's like oh, two you... or three less than a mile from my house. <laughs> I, just bought, I just bought beer from there about an hour sit, ago. Sit on it, Newsy. That's oh, what. Fuck. That's the one thing I still have a hard time with living in Maryland. I can't buy beer at the fucking convenience stores no more, man. You can, you can, Pennsylvania just opened it up to where like a couple years ago and select ones could do it. Mm. And the sheets by my house didn't at first when we first moved here. Mm. And then about, uh, I'd say probably about eight or nine months later, it came to it and it was glorious. But I also have a beer distributor right down the street too, so. Right, and I've got like probably three different uh, alcohol stores like within the radius of my house, and they're all solid. Yeah, man. And uh, yeah, funny enough, they all know me by name now, so that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I got this one that's right around the corner from my house, man. You know how you get, you make friends with like all the different businesses around you, you know? So it becomes like cheers when you walk in the door. I got this one guy in here, and he's always in a great fucking attitude, and he's got a great fucking beard on him. So anytime I see him, I walk in, I go, "Hey, dude." Hey, what's up, dude? And then there's the conversation right there, man. <laughs> now, don't know his name. Probably don't ever want to know his name. Because nice. I think that will like screw up the dynamic. Because it's like, you know how you have those with people? Fuck. He's like a mysterious, like, yeah. It's like a friendly like, force, man. Buddy. It's, 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 yeah. it's perfect. It's like one of those perfect things. <laughs> you only got to see him when you go to the store. You don't know each other's name. You bullshit real quick and you get the fuck out. That's what I'm talking about. And it's always pleasant. There you go, man. <laughs> See, I just prefer if people don't talk to me if I don't know them. Oh, yeah, because you got that scout where you're like, <laughs> fuck you, don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
No, man, I just have a wrestling bitch face. It's not my fault. <laughs> I was born this way, damn it. <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness. Hugh Gaga. Put in the production right. notes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, yeah, make sure you give her uh, her her, uh, her credits or whatever the fuck. We don't need to be sued in our infancy. Yeah, no way. Yeah, I, don't, I ain't trying to fight that dragon. That's not happening. <laughs> That'd be like dealing with Smaug. Get For off what? my treasure! More like Clint Eastwood. Get off my lawn. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Yeah, I saw that movie for the first time. I think it was like last year, and my jaw dropped. Because I've always heard about how rad it was. It was way radder than I had ever expected. It was an insane fucking movie, that's for sure. I'll tell you another insane movie. I don't know if you guys ever you ever seen Bone Tomahawk? Mm-hmm. It was one of these wild. No. It's one of these wild westerns, and the guy that does it is just over the top gore and violence. And he made this movie with Vince Vaughn called the uh, Brawlin' Cellblock '99. And Vince Vaughn gets himself thrown in jail for defending his for defending his family, defending his home, and he ends up having to kill some motherfuckers. And I've never seen him so badass in my life. Wait, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Comedy guy Vince Vaughn. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he's got a shaved fucking head, a big cross tattooed on the back of his head. He's southern as shit, and he's all Mr. I'm high in honor. And he's going in there killing everybody fucking brutally. Wow. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I totally recommend watching it. <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked. Uh, yeah, I'm shocked. Vince fucking Vaughn. It's fucking fun, man. It's like people are going, uh, people are going in all kinds of different directions. That's the cool thing about you know, art and being characters is being able. That's showbiz, baby. That's showbiz, baby. Doing different things, baby. Well, I mean, I, I gotta say that I, I am happy to see him like break away from like comedy for a bit. Like uh, his his routine was starting to get stale in movies. You know what I mean? Like I I always love this the movies I love him in. But I don't, I'm not sure how many, like, going forward I could take. You know what I mean? Kind of like uh, eventually, like, Jim Carrey had to go serious. And then um, who, who else did Robin Williams did it, too. Because I remember the first time he had uh, ever did something other than a comedy role was this movie called One Hour Photo. Because he did that and they did Final Cut where he was a, where uh, he played a creepy dark role. Oh, I remember that. Remember that? I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. One hour photo was fucked up. <laughs> I mean, but that's like uh that's like like going from like face to heel, right? Like you know what I'm saying? And, and like wrestling's kinda like uh like this whole like pinnacle character, right? That uh, like the the, the it's, it's designed one hundred percent to be a heel. Mm-hmm. Right. And like I didn't want to lose the whole second to none shit, but like you hear second to none, you think, Oh hey, this guy's the best, he's a face. And then like uh when I, I did some um oh by the way, during like the pandemic I've been like doing like a lot of mini camps with like a lot of uh with like a lot of people. Like I did one with uh Franco Varga. I got one with George South coming up. I'll be training with like somebody up your way, Newsy, uh here shortly. Um, but like I uh it was one of those things where I needed to like invest in myself and like prove to myself that I was serious and just get one hundred percent better. Um and one of the things that like was suggested was hey man, like develop a heel persona that you can kind of tap into, you know what I'm saying? And that's where the whole pinnacle thing came from. And like, it was, it's, it's, it's a weird adjustment, but it's for the greater good. For, for the 
greater good. See, I can't wait to see this shit, too, man. I'm looking forward to seeing what the Pinnacle has to offer, because I know Mr. Second and None. Man, remember... <sighs> fucking Second and None. I remember that one time, me and the men and Bradley fought you and Seymour Snot, and you turned us into fucking rowboats. Yeah. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> That was, yeah, that was fun. I mean, yeah, dude, man, it's just kind of like, I don't know, man. I, I feel like, uh, I feel like, uh, like change, change, change and growth and like character, like development and stuff like that. It's always like important to like stay fresh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what, that's what separates like the indies from, uh, from like a, like a major league, right? Like, you, you know, when a heel turns coming, watching it on TV every Monday, right? Like, you kind of know, you're like, all right, this guy, um, uh, he's about to turn heel it's happening 100% but like on an indie show like I could work space you know in Maryland on on fucking Friday night I can work a tweener in Jersey on Saturday and and be a heel a full-fledged heel in Pennsylvania by Sunday like all all in three minutes like not three minutes but all in like three different dates so I don't know, man. I kind of, and, and like movies is probably one of the best inspirations for that kind of shit. Absolutely. I know I get a lot of my, I get a lot of my ideas from watching movies. Like as far as like tapping into character stuff, because I know ever since I started getting into this acting, it's getting the brain space into trying to tap into something else. And then also kind of treating matches almost like scenes too, where you go in and you just, look at the camera or you don't look at the camera and you just kind of work on your facials and your timing and things like that. It's like get into the head of a character. We actually, that's what I was going to say. Yep. You For me, it's, it's, I got to get in that mindset. You know, I, I really have to dive into that and pull that out. You know, mm-hmm. Dude, are you guys like, uh, are you guys like switch, switch flippers? Right. We're what? like, uh, switch flippers, like on, uh, so like like when do you on a show like go into your character is it like the match before do you do you stay in character from the moment you arrive at the venue until like you go back through the curtain like when do you when do you switch into to to like mad max or you know river orion oh well i don't know i I never really thought about it but i would say like (laughs) I don't know because like when I get to shows like I'm naturally quieter depending on who I'm around but I do think that I tend to get a little more quieter the closer I get to my match but I wouldn't say I actually like turn into my character um I'm not typically out there signing autographs and shit like that um, or I wasn't before so normally it's kind of like a thing like that music hits you know because I was in tag team most of my career Sam Bass, and it'd be more of those things that, bam, bad company starts playing, and bam, there it is. It's like we're we're here to kick ass, man. Let's go, you know. It, and that's kind of what gets me, you know what I mean. And um, but I do think that like leading up to the show and the match, like I do notice, like I start getting more focused, which makes you know I'm quieter and stuff. But really, getting into my character, more of a music hits man bam there's a sicko bath brian news you know what i mean what about you max 
Is that bad? What the fuck is that? I never even heard that term. <laughs> it means it like you know, lights on, lights off. Like like when you hear the music, you switch on the sickle path. Like you're a switch flipper. But see, the thing is, there's a. I mean, I guess so. <laughs> I know what you mean. He doesn't like it. <laughs> That's what's killing no, me. I don't, That's killing me. I don't me. know. Like, I don't know if I do because Dude, it's I like, think you uh, kind of do because I've been around you in locker rooms, man. When it's do time, I? It's not it's something I ever go, thought you, about. You kick it on and go. <laughs> you just fucking pull the cord and go, man. That's that's. I've seen it. I've seen it a million no, times. Hell, no, you, man, did, he just, you he did just, it when we wrestled. You just fucking pulled the cord and went out the curtain and went. <laughs> he I guess, I mean... When you like put it like term. that, I guess I don't really put, like think of it as a bad oh. way. What? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't so, like the term. That's what that's what's sticking in his craw, man. He doesn't like the term switch flipper. He's like, what the fuck is that? Don't call me that. It sounds I, like I a know. bad. It's, it sounds like something bad. Like, yeah, man. We're gonna have to come up with a new term for that. Oh man. We're gonna call it the professional. We're gonna, we're gonna call it the professional or some bullshit like that. Uh, I never heard that term. You never heard that before? I guess I do. No, but I never, like, I don't know. I don't think about that shit, I guess. It's just like I get to the show and then, like, I get in the mindset, but character, why the fuck am I going to walk back, like, back around you guys, act, like, pulling on my hair and fucking looking at you guys all goddamn weird and shit like I do in a ring? <laughs> like, how's that make sense? <laughs> That'd be perfect material for the vlog, man. Like, 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 like you if you doing? walked around like Jug, you walk around flexing and shit all the time, saying you're saying you're a fucking god in a locker room. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna laugh at you. I'm gonna tell you you're a fucking you. moron. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you know what I mean. Like, so what else are you gonna be, other than a switch flipper, whatever the fuck you guys call it? <laughs> Goddamn term. <laughs> Oh, so now we gotta make these. Now we gotta do these skits, man. We're we're in a show. Movie walks up, dude. Jokes just be like, "I'm a god." I'm gonna walk up and just kick you in a dick. <laughs> kick you right in that pecker. Oh my god. Oh man. I don't, care, so I don't care how big you are. That'll hurt. I have enough time to run away. That's so good. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm a switch flipper, if that's what we're calling it, or whatever we're calling it now, <laughs> but uh, for me, it's, it's a transition, um, so oftentimes, I get into my head on the drive, because I'm riding by myself a lot of times, and either depending You get in the zone. I get in the zone. When but I you're not the wild-eyed head, head banger. In your fucking car, drinking Jack Daniels and shit. Yeah, and I yeah, wish you guys yeah. could see my fucking video feed right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. like, no, no. It is this bullshit. No, that, no, no. That term I'm... doesn't work. No. Where the fuck that comes from? You listen to me, you motherfucker. This is my goddamn story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He got me all worked my up. My turn, goddammit. <laughs> but no, it's a fucking mindset. And I'm telling you, I get in my car, man. I'll head to a show. I got music going, get mind right, whatever. And then as soon as I walk in the door, depending on where I am, what I am, because I've got weird, different kinds of anxieties going on. I got fucking attention all over the place, trying to assess my surroundings, figure out what the fuck I'm doing. So my head goes all over the place and it kind of goes on a swivel. And my eyes are all in 
looking at different things, you're soaking in. So that's when I get into my mindset and that's when I start chugging on the Jack Daniels bottle when I get in the locker room and I'm looking around, I'm like, once it gets to match time and just jump around a little bit and the music plays, I'm just, time to go. That's Max Flips from Crazy Anxiety and ADD because that is who that part, that's who that dude is. That is who that fucking dude is. So when I'm feeling that, that's when Max comes out. And then it's time to go to fucking work. (laughs) I definitely think I feel the whole thing about depending on where you are is how you are Mm -hmm. because of different anxieties and shit. Mm -hmm. Because that's what Mad Max is. Essentially, he is all my anxieties. He is my attention, my fucking ADD, my insecurities my instabilities he's just my impulsiveness he is all that shit so when i'm feeling all those things that's when mad max flips on that's that's when he kicks into gear because mad max is different that's right same same thing with the psychopath that's that's how that happened it's different so our characters are different our characters kind of resemble that 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 i don't want to say bad shit because we've kind of flipped it around and used it to our advantage in a way, or we find ways to overcome it. But yeah, you turn it into something different, but the characters, if you look at mine, your characters, you're like, man, I don't know about them guys, you know, shit like that. Mm -hmm. And that's all that coming together, you know? And, and that's the thing where they're misunderstood because nobody fucking realizes what they've got on their hands as, as they got it. Cause once they come talk to Mad Max and he's just all laughing all over the fucking place and just uneasy, he's uneasy because he doesn't know how to assess the fucking situation. So all he knows how to do is just live on impulse and whatever happens is what's going to fucking happen. And that's, that's what, that's life. That's, that's, he's, he's an alter ego. He is a mental alter mm-hmm. ego. That is, and that's, it's weird trying to describe it because it's so, that's what people really should do when they're trying to come up with characters because you got to like take something real that you believe in and create something of that. Even if it's fictitious, you can totally just, you got to get in the mindset of this fucking thing so you know exactly what the hell's going on. Like Mad Max is totally just, like I said, he's all my instabilities, my impulsiveness, my insecurities, all fucking my anxiousness. Everything just bottled up into this larger than life fucking hurricane of what the fuck. That's that's it. <laughs> See, that's a hurricane of what the fuck. <laughs> no, but that's how I feel. Like, that's funny that you say that because so Newsy, you know, I go by Ryan Newsy. Newsy's been a nickname I've had since high school. Okay. And when I was in the when I was in the Navy, I was stationed over in Italy, and people would always say there was Ryan, and then there was Newsy, and Newsy was that crazy guy at the bar, you know, all kinds of crazy shit going on, or that guy that was doing whatever dumb shit he was doing. And then I remember when I came off deployment, and I was ready to start wrestling shows, you know, because I was I was training before. I couldn't come up with a name and no one like, I don't know. I guess I thought someone would give me some sort of guidance or give me an idea and no one did. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Newsy. 
that's what everyone's called me. That's kind of like that alter ego you mentioned. And then over years, it developed into something else. You know what I mean? But that's actually what, as soon as you said alter ego, it sparked that memory in my brain that of someone in Italy saying, no, man, there's Ryan, and then there's Newsy. And while Newsy turned into this character, it's a, it's a, it's, 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 it's me multiplied by a thousand, but it's still me. You know, but it's all those things, like you said, put in and created into a character, you know, over years and years of just learning and, you know, thinking and, you know, just shit like that. Dope. Dope. <clears throat> so, so we'll, we'll work on developing another term for uh, switch flipping. Yeah, we need to come apparent- up with something that's not going to stick up his craw, man. <laughs> hey man, I got a rise out of this fellow, man. That was, that was, that was, that was it good, sounded man. like something bad. And then, like, when I told you, I can see your video and you're looking at me, and I'm like, what the fuck is this dude oh, doing? Dude, Why is he giving me this look? What the switch, fuck's going on right now? Switch flipper. That's that's going on a t shirt, guys. We're, we're branding that. Switch flipper. <laughs> that might have to be like one of my personal tees. <laughs> switch flipper. <laughs> There's so many multiple, there's multiple facets to that name, man. Uh, oh, man. Do you see what I mean, though? It sounds like something so bad. No, man. It, that, it can be something so good. That's such a conversation starter. It's not even funny. Oh, man. I guess that ain't a bad thing. But yeah, at first, man. Yeah, whatever. I got that term from, uh, got that term from, uh, Les Thatcher, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I was at a, at a Monster Factory seminar. Yeah. Um, and he was like, uh, they were doing like promo, promo, like, and, and like, a, apparently like a lot of like high level, um, like companies use that term, <clears throat> excuse me. Cause he was saying that it doesn't matter if you're you know, an all day in the character type of guy or you're a switch flipper like myself. And I heard it again at the ROH seminar in 2016, um, from, who the fuck from delirious and you know they use a lot of terms like on on the like the upper levels like you know change gears change levels um meaning match wise and like switch flippers like you know ratchet yourself up so yeah so like the the term's definitely around (laughs) but i got a rise out of you that's amazing I'm just not smart enough, man. All right, I'm still green. You gotta bear with me. You guys are supposed to supposed to tell me this shit. You gotta learn well, how to walk and talk, kid. Well, walk and talk, kid. God damn. Hey, so you guys are just gonna use a bunch of like in, in industry insider terms right now? You know, just, just just play them to the world, huh? Just you know, peel the curtain back, huh? Just goddamn know. fucking switch flipper. I thought you were my friend, but I found out you ain't. That's a switch flipper. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a that's a flips. That's a flip switcher. <laughs> oh man well i learned something new tonight so i'll take that as a win oh, yeah I, I seriously never heard it though i don't that's and that. i do so i was on a, I was, on a, I was on a show with uh with ron simmons one time right and uh he he, he was scheduled to do a run-in um like I, I was in the main that night and he was doing a run-in like the the match before 
So I'm, I'm up, you know, at the curtain trying to do like a good green kid and, you know, watch the match. So, you know, we don't repeat anything inside of the main that they had just seen. And uh, Ron Simmons, he's sitting in his chair, right? And uh, he, he's into the match, right? He's like, oh, hell no. He can't do that every time the heels would cheat. Hell no, he can't do that. What kind of man does that? He's he's hitting me, trying to get me into That's the action awesome. shit. And he's like, what kind of man does that? I can't stand up for this shit. And, it, and like, the more that the heels cheated in the match, like, the more upset he got. And, like, he walked, by the time he walked out of the curtain, dude, he was so pissed off that I, like, he he worked me. Like, I, I legit thought that he was just going out because he couldn't take no more. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and this is, like, we're, we're on Gorilla. And he's like, hell no, I can't take this. You got to fucking stand up for yourself. He walks out of the curtain and like he goes to the to the ring. You know what I mean? He does his, his spine buster. And he looks at the thing and, you know, the he puts the, the baby face over. You know, baby face gets the win or whatever. And he comes back through the curtain. He's calm as fuck. And I was like, whoa. He's like, what? He was like, nah, man. He's like, you got to believe that shit. If you don't believe that shit and lay that shit in, these motherfuckers ain't going to believe it. Quote. <laughs> and, uh... So I asked him, you know, I, you know, we stick around, watch my match, and asked me, you know, and then, you know, we had a little conversation after that. But like, it was, it was amazing, like how he, he like sat in a chair watching the match for his spot, and even though it was like a little indie spot, this man's the goddamn, he, he's the dude, man. In terms of like black wrestlers, there's no higher, uh, you know, there's no higher role model than that right he's the first black heavyweight champion wwe hall of famer and he gets into character deep at an indie show and at that point right like i guess the point is yes to the whole like how do you get into character thing but at the same time um a lesson to like the people listening to this right as an indie wrestler right if, if ron fucking simmons takes his role on an indie show seriously so should you so oh, should yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. It's almost like talking about that goddamn switch flipper again. That well, he he like worked himself into that though, into his character. Worked himself into you know, not, a shoot. Not not only did he work you, which not surprised, but <laughs> I'm not surprised either. <laughs> he got himself all going, man. Like I think that's awesome. Like that I mean, is that's, I'm autistic. Give me a break, dude. I love yeah. that, dude. Ron just got so fired That's great. Up. That is that's great. That's a good fucking story, man. Dude, I that is. Yeah, that's that's fucking great. I can imagine Ron just doing that too, man. Because I remember being at a Shockwave show, a couple shows with him before, and seeing him just get all fired up. You can't help but get fired up yourself seeing him get so into it, and that's why he's one of the greats. He cares. No, one hundred percent, dude. Like, I mean, he it's just cares. I mean, but that's the kind of shit that I, I take in my tool bag, right? Like, uh, I see it, and it's a good story. But, like, what what can you learn from that? It's like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, you obviously you take you take your picture, you know, you get your mark photos in or what have you. Like, you know, for this is more for the dudes in the back, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, but like, this, like, again, a WWE Hall of Famer is at an indie show 100% taking this character seriously. And I've seen that work the other way when, like, the Hall of Famer was at an indie show and kind of shit on the show and was there for a check. So, like, I, I, I always respect Uncle Ron for that one. Definitely, man. That's awesome. That's that's an awesome 
awesome ass story because I've definitely seen some of those, uh, some people come in and, you know, you can tell it's not what they're not into it. You know, they don't want to be there. They're there for the check. But, uh, there's a bunch of guys in our area too, though, that came through and they've been awesome. Ricky Morton's another one. He's a guy that gets in there, man. He makes you want to go out there and be a better fucking wrestler. They do. Ricky Morton outworks people at almost, Everybody. At almost 70 years old. And is he 70? Did he have 70 yet? No, I think he's like 62. Let's not, we might have to cut that one there. You can get us all beat up. I mean, <laughs> point, point, being, point being, man, he, he outworks like 20-year-olds. Because but just all and and it's not that he does anything extravagant, man. It's just because he fucking cares. So I blew a spot with him in a ring before. God damn it, kid. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put that out there. I did. We were doing a six man, and I think it was I whipped him. I whipped him into the corner. He probably called something, and I was probably so goddamn nervous in there. And I didn't fucking hear him. But it was two weeks after I dislocated my shoulder. So I couldn't pick anybody up and shit. But I whipped him in and I come in and he gives me his boot. Well, I kind of sell out and I turn around and I expected him to like come out at me. And I was like, so I ran back in. I took another boot. After that second boot, I realized I just blew Ricky Morton's fucking baby face spot. And as I turn around... This guy, man, he he jumps on all fours and crawls through my legs and makes a hot tag, and then I start bumping. Completely saved us. But I remember going to the back afterwards, man. I was, I was, not only was I hating on myself, but, like, I was so worried. I'm like, God damn, man, I blew my one fucking spot. I get to wrestle somebody like Ricky Morton. Because I've seen, I've been in locker rooms with him for years, you know. And I remember, I was like, as soon as he came back, I was like, Ricky, I'm sorry. He's like, no, nah, kid, the fans like it. I was like, I think so. He's like, that's all you need to worry about, man. Don't worry about it. Not a big deal. I was like, God damn, I thought he was going to punch me in the fucking mouth. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I blew Ricky Morton's spot that I've seen him do plenty of times. Fuck that all up. You had one fucking job. I did. I had one job, man, and I fucked it up. God but, damn it, kid! Yeah, <laughs> you only had one spot. You fucked it up. Yep, and that was it. That was it. Happens to everybody, maybe. <laughs> oh no, for for sure, for sure. I mean, the thing that makes us professionals is how well we cover it up, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the people probably didn't realize it. I knew it though. All right, folks. There you have it. Social disturbancing with a new look, with a new attitude, with the same raw conversation. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Be sure to check us out again next week. Look for us on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Hit us up on the personal pages. Leave us messages, things that you may want to hear us talk about, things you may want to see, things that you may want to do. Maybe even be a guest on the show. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. Let us know how we can get better. We'll probably tell you to go fuck yourself, baby. Let us know. You have Anything a voice of an angel. angel. It, 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 it was like a mix of... <laughs> <laughs> it, 
Any, anything else that you guys want to say? Yeah. Um, so for right now, Friday nights, twitch.tv slash social disturbancing underscore. You can come hang out with us live. So you get the podcast, you get the live chat. I mean, that's a pretty good deal right there. But we're covering other things. We're, we're going to be talking about future uh, future projects, things like that. And um, open it up to, you know, Q&A and whatever you guys want to know. So definitely check out our Twitch as well. And uh, thanks for joining us. That's right, everybody. Social Disturbance is back. Give it up for Ryan Newsy. Give it up for Dewan O'Neill. They're going to be a great addition to this show. Go ahead and tune in to us every single week on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, everywhere podcasts can be heard. And you can also catch us at anchor.fm slash social disturbancing. Tune in every week. Get in touch with us. Let's all hang out. Let's have some fun. Yeah! Cheers!